tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, oh, that's so lovely. That's so lovely. Marissa, yes. This is the this is Sammy the Davis Jr. Let me tell you something. I have so much love for Sammy Davis Jr. Isn't that nice? Doesn't that feel good? It feels amazing. Doesn't that put you back in like the 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 mind frame of like back in the day? I wish I was you know able to be like a fly on the wall back then, right? <laughs> Grew up in that era. <laughs> uh, welcome you guys to another episode of the Real Husbands of Hollywood After Buzz. And uh, goodness gracious, we have a couple of shows to do for you guys. I am your host Robin Ayers, and I am sitting with my lovely co-host. Hi guys, of course I'm Janisha John. This this is yeah. exciting. Yes. This is exciting. I'm so happy to be back, you guys. Um, it's interesting. Let me just say something really fast. We will be covering both um, this episode, which is Kevin Davis Jr., as well as the American Zero, which is hilarious. I don't know who these writers are, but, you know, they got it going on with these they names. They are right? killing it with these last couple of episodes. They are. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me give let me give a shout-out to Sammy Davis Jr., you know, obviously, rest in peace, but let me just say... My last name, I don't know if you know this, but my last, my maiden name is Davis. I didn't know that. Okay, so you know, you never so know. There might so be some lineage. To home for you. And it this, is. This, this is un- Uncle, Uncle Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> he might Poor be Robin. Uncle Sammy. He might, he just might be. I don't know. But, uh, let's talk about the American Zero last week's episode. Okay. Well, before we get into it, I do want to rem- remind you guys, you guys are a co-host. Be sure to tune in, you know, tweet us. Um, I'm at Janisha underscore Miss VI. Yes. And you can, you guys could all Always find me at Robin Ayers um, on Twitter, all social media, all social media. and <laughs> hashtag us, which is uh, ABTVRHOH. That's a lot. That's a lot, right? I mean, we'll find you, though. Whatever the case is, we will find you guys. So definitely tweet us your questions or if you have any feedback or anything about the show, we'll definitely give you a shout out, mention you, talk about your topics as well. Of course. Now let's get into it. Yes, yes, yes. The American Zero. I mean, okay, I don't know why it was called that, but I mean, sometimes you could figure it out. You know, sometimes you really can't. Yeah. But um, that episode was pretty interesting to me because I guess it was all about um, what's his name, the old assistant. Yeah, uh, Oliver. Oliver. <laughs> Oliver then came up. Oliver's like, you know what? I'm gonna stick it to Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and good for him because uh, I thought he was actually pretty funny on yeah. the show. Like, yeah. you know, um, back in the other seasons though, like yeah. when he was on season one, I think he was on season two. He was shortly. No, I very, think when, um, well, I think season three too for a little bit when Kevin kind of like got rid of him and he became a homeless, homeless person. <laughs> yeah. Which you know, is funny. The struggles and all this stuff because, uh, he didn't have a job anymore. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, shout out to Periscope. 
Yeah, we're here on Periscope, guys. <laughs> so Periscope is showing love. So hey, guys. Okay, so uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Oliver was kicked to the curb, right? Yep. He was fired as, well, uh, we always said, I think that he did a great job actually uh, playing the assistant or like flunky. Yeah. And then Jackie did a great job kind of swooping in and taking that spot, right? Yeah, Jackie has no problem. He Jackie ain't everybody got no money. issues yes. with it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I really loved how the scene kind of played out. Uh, Jackie and Kevin, I like the humor when they started talking at the bar yeah. and Jackie was kind of like he was the man or whatever. Kevin was like, man, don't nobody, nobody know, know you. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then here comes the president of Paramount, yes. right? Yes. And he comes in there and of course he's showing Jackie all this love and uh, and then of course he talks to Kevin like, yeah, you know. Getting his dream role. Yeah, talking to Kevin about getting his dream role, which is the Thunder, bro- the brother, Thunder, Thunder brother? brother, something like that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was kind of strange. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the whole. I mean, I wonder if there's a real live comic like that. Like, uh, I have no idea, but I mean, I, I think it's pretty funny because Kevin is like, we hide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wants to be an action figure. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, that whole episode, and we could just kind of wrap that up really quickly. Um, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good episode, yeah. but you know, I think it was really more about Oliver, um, just kind of showing that he's got this power back they're like Kevin you kicked me to the curb but I got my I got my weight up yep, you yep. know what I'm saying and that's the whole thing you know what's funny this theme has been going around in real life actually yep. like never treat people badly because you, you never, never know, know. <laughs> right people just like they just come up and it's like Oh my gosh, they mm-hmm. just and we see it all the time out here in Hollywood, you know. Of you, course. One day you're an extra background on set yeah. and the next day you have a lead role. And it's so funny because, you know, me, you know, I, I also act um as well. And so when I'm on set, sometimes I've done background background work myself mm-hmm. and I always like, you know, see how they treat the extras yes. or background talent and it's like Listen, you never know that one of these actors are going to be, you know, yes. in a lead position another day and then treat you like cuckoo because you treated them like cuckoo. Exactly. So I cuckoo. Just think, I like that word. Yeah, cuckoo. We're going to keep it PG tonight. <laughs> I just think that, you know, people need to, it's a good lesson that you learn in this episode, in that episode, of course, you know, basically teaching you do unto others as you like them to do unto you. Yes. Don't treat people poorly because you never know this might be the person that's, you know, in, in a position to either destroy your career later on. Exactly. So, you just never know. Like never that's the know. whole thing about it. And clearly that's what happened with <laughs> Oliver. Oliver was like, listen, listen, I'm the man. All right. So Oliver did his very best to keep Kevin down, to yes. kick him down yes. and not get him the, the, I guess the proper appointment with the president of Paramount Studios or whatever. So that whole thing was just really funny. Yeah. You know, Oliver did his very best to try to keep him out and he was successful up until a certain point until Kevin. Kevin decided that he was going to climb through <laughs> the window. He killed, he basically killed, killed the whole president of Paramount. <laughs> yeah, he tried. He and tried. Uh, would you, is it that serious though? Like, would you have gone that far or would you just be like, listen, yo, like, it's not that serious. I'll catch you on the flip side. I mean, think about it. Your dream <laughs> role. I mean, I'm not climbing through anybody's window. That's just, that's just Period. crazy. Period. Yes. That's just crazy. But again, you know, we, they always, they, they stretch the truth so much in this situation. Yes. It's like, again, the fakest reality show ever. Yeah. They exaggerate everything everything so yeah it's yeah. just funny to kind of see him climbing through a window yeah. and then when he kills him he's trying to wipe down everything <laughs> and get back out the window it's just stupid yeah, how so ironic funny. though was it that uh oliver originally got his job with the president because he was faking he saved his life saved right? his life yeah. yeah he made he made him go like uh almost trip in front of the car but then he saves him from getting yeah. hit but he gets his job that way and then he gets 
promote it because he saves his life again by taking them to the hospital. Exactly. Right. So ironic. But once again, um, I think that they did a good job there. Yeah, it was it was funny from beginning to end. And I know in um, a couple of the past episodes, we were like, okay, it was kind of dragging a little bit. But mm-hmm. that one, I think that episode was was to me funny from beginning. Yeah, to end. starting to so. starting to pull it up. And, and yeah. then and then they, I think that that was sort of the lead way into a funny episode like this particular oh, one that we saw tonight. Episode. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Let me just give mega <laughs> shouts out to Kevin because Kevin, Kevin. What this is what I'm hoping doesn't happen to Kevin. I love dude. I love Kevin. Like he's really that funny to me. I don't want him to get like you know these people have done it. Like uh Jalil White. Remember Urkel? Yes, you get stuck in this Yeah, you get stuck in this box, but also box. people love you and then they just they start watering it down. Like you get a, a cereal you're on a cereal box, you're on every cover of a magazine, you get a doll Too much. after you so much. Yeah. I just don't want him to be so you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I just like Kevin that much. But I don't, I don't know. He seems like he's still on a high. Like, he's still climbing. I think, too, you know, people just like him as a person. Yeah. It's so funny because BT always tends to run a lot of his, his stuff. And so I was watching, I want to say, one of his, his, his shows that he had at Madison Square Garden. Yes. And, you know, after he's done all his funny stuff, he takes a moment to just kind of be real with the audience. Yeah. And starts getting emotional and saying, you know, this is a dream of mine. This was a dream come true. He starts getting teary-eyed. And I think that people love his story that's true the fact that you know he's been doing this for a long time and you know he's stuck with it and stuck with it and keep going and works extremely hard has a great work ethic not to mention that he's doing all this stuff for the community and trying to get people to be healthy and yes. you know so I just think that people like him as a person you know yeah, and he's very likable so I, I just don't see him fizzling out anytime soon yeah. I agree with that I, I think he's actually the epitome of somebody who's supposed to do it at that level yeah. like if you're doing it like that and you have a name like that, you're supposed to give back like that. Yeah. You're supposed to care about the community like that. And then, you know, I like that he, we talked about this before, he's using his his voice, he's using his face, his image, and all of that stuff to really make a difference. Yeah. So, um, and then I hear that he's going to be running in, in uh, Santa Monica. Now, I don't know if that's true. Uh-oh. Wait, when is but that? But yo, if you come <laughs> to Santa Monica, I mean, he's already out here, but I'm just saying, like, if you run in Santa Monica, I think I just might go. Hey. Maybe that's my start to getting back in the gym. Hey, let's hey, go. Let's hey, go. you just never know. You just never know. Yeah, just definitely. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I'm rooting for Kevin in whatever he does. I think yeah. he's an amazing, you know, he's talented. He's amazing at what he does. Yeah. And let's talk about him trying to channel this Sammy Davis, uh, junior. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Well, well, as Kevin he said, Davis. Sammy Davis senior. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I don't know that? what he was doing there. <laughs> but anyway, so we start out uh, the episode with Kevin in this meeting with Trina, of course, and they're talking about him getting his role. They bumped it to twenty million dollars, like fifteen. First of all, that fifteen caught his attention. I don't know yeah, what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but then he was like, "Well, that fifteen million does nothing for me, but that twenty million, you got yourself a deal, right?" Yo, one million would have did it for. I'd have been like, "Done, signed <laughs> up." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh man, but you know, hey, if you got it like that, and hey. fifteen million is doing it for you, that's you cool. Better negotiate them dollars exactly. <laughs> so he definitely accepted it at uh, twenty million dollars, right? Okay. Wait, before we go into that, mm-hmm. did did you notice that they the guy Mark, who's like, of course, the the producer, um, 
that they poked fun at Iggy. Iggy Azalea. I did. They were like, Iggy Azalea movie producing. Yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what's I up. I, I mean, don't know what's up with that. But I mean, sometimes they, sometimes their little lower thirds are very funny. Sometimes I'm just like, I didn't get it. Like maybe a meeting went on and I wasn't there because <laughs> I didn't get it. But we didn't completely get it. But I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious enough if it was shade being thrown. So if you guys know, please let us know if they were trying to, trying to throw some shade. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> but what's up, Iggy? what up <laughs> okay so uh so i then of course i love it i i actually like the scenes where they all all the husbands get together or the men at whatever the poker table at the poker table i like yeah. those scenes because it's always something funny that comes from that you have no choice but to be face to face with all these guys who are funny in their own right they all bring a, a whether it's boris and he's subtly funny or kevin who's outright funny or whatever they all bring something to that table so did we notice who was missing tonight we didn't see Nelly, Nelly. we didn't see Boris, we didn't see, um, we haven't seen Nick in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I guess he's busy, but. Okay, Nick is, maybe Nick is wilding out. (laughs) Pun definitely (laughs) intended. (laughs) Boom, boom. I don't know. (laughs) That's my girl, that's my girl. Yeah, so maybe he is, and, and I don't know, but you're right, we haven't seen him. I don't think we've seen him since he was on the Doctor's show. Yeah. Mm, right oh wait i know we're jumping right now and we're jumping all over the place uh-huh. but i did want to bring up in the last episode um <laughs> where we saw um nicole and sally yeah that was a fun scene and you know what you you crossed my mind because i know we always talk about mm-hmm. the women coming back yeah and so uh you know to have them back on you know together and it, it just kind of shows that dante and his wife sally are actually part probably just like Especially part of the crew now. Yeah. No, yeah. Well, they introduce him as well. In as the, one of the husbands. Yeah. yeah. You know, when the shows, like, the credits are rolling, they definitely introduce him. I like that they poked fun at their husband's careers. Uh, true. Which, again, is, is hilarious because they can sit there and just, they can laugh at themselves. I yeah. think that's perfect. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, and then first of all, I have to say Sally and Nicole, they came out of that studio looking fly. Woo! Girl. I was like, uh, yeah. drop the mic. Yeah. They were fly, yeah. they weren't they? They did that. They did that. Yeah. So like, ladies, go good. ahead and work that out because <laughs> I was a fan. I was like, oh, okay, let me learn. Okay. I loved Sally's outfit. I yes. loved Nicole's outfit. I just yeah. liked the whole thing. And, um, and I like that there was no hate. You know what I'm saying? And it just, it just seemed like the vibe was good. So yeah. I'm always about that. Yeah, I think so too. All right, let's fast forward. Okay. <laughs> All right. So they're at the they're at the table, and that's yeah. of course when Kevin talks about you know his his new role yeah. or his had twenty he, million dollars. Yeah. Uh. And was that his official role though? Like, had he gotten it at first before uh, Wayne became a factor? I think he had the role in the bag until he started showing that he didn't know who <laughs> Sammy Davis Sr. in his words was. Yeah. I mean, you know, technically junior. And, and so, like, I thought it was funny. I didn't realize that Wayne Brady actually is that big of a fan of um of Sammy Davis Jr. And that he could actually imitate him really well. He Well, first of all, he's great at imitating lots of people. Yeah, a lot of people. I yeah, do know that. Yeah. I just never personally heard Sammy. But, I th- yeah, I Wayne is I think I've great. heard him do Sammy before on when he, when he did that improv show with uh, Drew Carey and, you know, on ABC. I don't know if you're familiar. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, who's... Whose line, line is no? 
Whose line, line is, is it? it? Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's, you. It's, it's been a few years. Um, <laughs> so no, I mean he has done an amazing. He does an amazing job at imitating. And yes. His, his impersonations all the time. And Sammy Davis Jr. Like as you can see, how passionate he got. Yeah. He's really good at you know singing, tapping. Like he said, I sing, I dance, I tap, bullwhip. White, I dated a white woman and even spoke Yiddish. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he had this yeah. thing down pack. <laughs> so. I mean, clearly, because, I mean, he showed, you know, at the next scene when they were at the club and they were, you know, of course, all the, the movie producers who were going to be producing that movie were going to be there in the house and Kevin is up there. And the the funny thing about Kevin is that he <laughs> he's always portraying, like, He's the Kevin that's got it in the bag no matter what. Like, I'm just that dude. And it's yeah. like, but Kevin, you're not. <laughs> Kevin's you know? up there channeling his inner Bill Cosby. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm that? like, first of all, he nope. called nope. it the mouse pack and it's the rat pack. And then he starts uh, imitating Bill Cosby. Bill like, Cosby. Yes. Come on. I mean, as funny as that was, like <laughs> that was I said, I started off this episode by saying Kevin brought the funny on this episode. Yeah. Like Kevin just did his thing. I think that maybe this isn't the, the, the best I've seen him, but this was within this season, surely one of the best uh, performances I think he's given yeah. as far as his comedy is concerned. He did a good job. Yeah. He did a good job at pretending like he really didn't know who Mr. Savvy Davis Jr. was. So, right. Exactly. I, mean, I like that. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about Trina though? Miss Business Trina. Well, do we want to talk about business Trina or relationship Trina? Well, let's talk about both because <laughs> she clearly, both. she, she intertwined them both yeah. on this episode. She, so. But I will say this. Trina is about her money. She is about she's her like, money. She's like, listen, I love you. <laughs> no, she's telling Wayne, like, listen, I love you and all this and kisses and all that, but you yeah. messing with my coins. Exactly. Right <laughs> I, and I love who Trina portrays. I like, I like who, who her role is. Like, you could actually look at her and say, I want to be like Trina. She's a boss. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely a boss. She's, a she's boss. beautiful. <laughs> she handles herself well. Oh, she handles Ke- um, Kevin too. Yes. Did you see how she manhandled him? They hold him in a little choke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will put my foot five percent something like that oh my gosh trina is funny but okay so the question that i had well after we saw at the um at the comedy club we saw how wayne did a great job of you know impersonating sammy davis and then uh he started talking to the producers and he got him he weaseled himself on up in there to get himself a screen test uh for the movie and so the next scene that we see is him and Trina at the restaurant and they're celebrating. Kevin walks up and what I was going to say, what I was thinking right at that moment was what would you do in that situation? Like when you mix business and pleasure at the same time and it's, it's not just business and pleasure. It's not like you're with a friend and you have business going on, but you also have a personal relationship. This is your man. So how, how like, risky is that and would you have been the same way that Trina was you think I I don't know because I found it at first I thought okay well maybe she's like you know she's all in with with Wayne Mm -hmm. but when she was like listen I don't want him to get this because this is cutting into my 5% of your 20 million dollars and you know she was saying she's trying to get him all get him all you know I guess drunk so that he performs terribly mm-hmm. at this screen <laughs> test, which is so fun, so terrible. I mean, at the end of the day, I think for me personally, you know, a good girlfriend would have to set aside her coin to see her man succeed. That's what I think. So, mm, okay. That's what I think. You know, I think yeah. that would be the right thing to do because you'd be supportive of your significant. Either way, she's going to win. You know what I mean? Yes, like, for either sure. Way. For sure. And so I would, 
I, I guess I would like to say that I would rather see the person that I love be happy, you know, That's and successful, awesome. and successful versus, you know, me getting 5% and he's pouting all day, you well, know? Yeah, no, that's great. How sweet of you. And, and I, and not that I disagree. Let me just say, <laughs> you sound like you disagree. <laughs> not, She's like, no, nope. it's not that I disagree. I, I just will say that, uh, had that been my husband, you know 100 percent for sure i'm down for that you know yeah but you're a boyfriend and i have to say as cute as trina and wayne brady are on this show i don't see it doesn't seem like it's solidified like it's going anywhere i mean just a few episodes ago they were talking about meet my mom and parents and stuff and he's like nah and she's like oh not like you know what i'm saying it's just that whole thing and i'm like she doesn't she doesn't even look like I'll put something to the side for you, Wayne. Like, she's like, listen, like, she made it clear. Your house over here, my house over here, and that's just what it is, you know? <laughs> so at this point, I see why she's going for that whole, like, I'm behind Kevin. Well, I mean, obviously, we know she's an independent woman all the way. She's all about her business, yeah. and, which is which is great. Um, I don't know. I just, that's touchy. I think the whole thing is a conflict of interest, obviously. And in real life, I don't know how I would have dealt with something like that because again, that's yeah, that's I mean that's yeah, that's a lot of money. But what if it weren't on that level? What if it was just still some sort of you know business and pleasure type of relationship, but it wasn't on this big money move? See that that's where that loyalty card comes to play. So who are you being loyal to? Your client or your man? Yeah. I think, though, I think a real man would never want you to have to be in that position. So mm-hmm. I just think, you know, in a situation like that, we would tell you, okay, deal with your client. Yeah. You know, this is me. And if I get through, I get through. If I don't, you Exactly. Know. Which is a great point because Wayne got mad at her for hooking Kevin up. And he was like, you know I'm a Sammy fan. Like, Wayne you know. Was like, business Sally ruined it for relationship <laughs> Sally. And he was like, nope. He you. did. He definitely did. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, but obviously that's he got tough. himself, a, he that's got a, himself apart. That's a tough situation. It is very tough. And who, who's to say? I mean, we have our, we have our opinions, but, uh, unless you're actually in that situation working with that much money or whatever. I, I think it depends on how much you really care about boo. So <laughs> if it's not that's that true. serious in your mind, listen, don't mess up your coin. That's what I'm saying. But if you think this is going to be your future husband, yeah, you might want to stay loyal to him because that $20 million that he's getting is your $20 million eventually. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> eventually. Eventually. So. Exactly. Great point. Great point. So, um, Wayne, okay, so they both, okay, okay, okay. Where it starts getting funny Arsenio. was Arsenio stepping in <laughs> And clearly he was like, you know, Kevin, I got your back. Well, I like they had the scene at the bar. He's explaining to Kevin just how important Sammy Davis Jr. is. Of course, he's going to be, if he's not already, in history books. You know, he's just definitely a major part of entertainment for African Americans. But Kevin wasn't even going to do the screen test at first. He was like, Kevin Hart doesn't screen test. (laughs) But I wonder if he's really like that. Like, I wonder if he's at that point where he doesn't necessarily have to screen test, but he's just given roles. I'm pretty sure he's at that point. Probably at that point. I agree. In your mind, if you're writing something, you're writing it for Kevin Hart. There's not too many Kevin Hart's out there. So, I mean, there's there's, there's only one, actually. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I think I think Kevin's past that point. However, I'm pretty sure if he had to screen test for a role, I'm pretty sure he'd do it. Yeah, ego aside, like I think he's still down there. Okay, so regardless of what. All right, we are gonna give you that, Kevin. Yeah, all right, we gonna I, give you that. We we gonna hope that. You, <laughs> yes, we gonna hope. Right. So, uh, so Arsenio basically is just he convinced Kevin to go ahead and do the, the screen setup, test. Up, man. The whole setup. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that's where it starts getting really funny. He was yeah. like, "We're gonna make sure you have your your team. You know, like your singing." lessons and all this stuff and I, I mean watching him at first because of course we didn't know right away yes. that he was trying to set him up so yeah. I thought maybe he was genuinely just trying to encourage him yeah me too so I was like okay but he sucks though <laughs> yeah. but I was like you know you know maybe like that's his boy like okay you, you know let him down like, you know you know just encourage him maybe you know he'll eventually get it maybe but when he but- turned around and was like yeah. Just laughing at me. Yeah, like the the first of all the scenes though. Let's talk about the scenes where Kevin is actually taking voice <laughs> lessons and taking tap dancing lessons and And the gun lessons. Yeah, the gun I mean he does his classic like that, you know, what little is that? I don't know what that is, but it's really, really funny. And he applied it today or, you know, on this episode. And um he was just funny. So he, you know, after all of his things, Arsenio is giving him props. Like, man, I thought you got the role. Like, you just, you just nailed that, you know? <laughs> so Kevin, it forgets his keys, goes back inside and everybody is there, including Wayne. And they're all laughing at him and just going hard. Now that scene, Janisha, I almost like spit <laughs> <You> up. <did. laughs> yeah. I almost spit up because I was literally rolling at the funny. I mean, they brought the funny when, uh, when Kevin started whining like a little baby. Okay. So my, my, my line of the night, let me see. I wrote it down. My line is when Arsenio said, did you really think I would let the sweat from a baboon's balls? <laughs> <laughs> I just read it again and it was really that funny. It was really that funny. The sweat from sweat a baboon's from a balls. balls. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. Sorry. The metaphor of the year. Like, come on. I mean, who says that? I mean, Arsenio, man, brother with the finger, Arsenio, that was really funny. I had to give you that. And then Kevin's response even back to that was just funny how he was just looking at him like a like, defeated little like kid a on the kid playground. Crying, like, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was hilarious. Um, okay, so a couple of, uh, we can, you know, fast forward and move on because I know we're kind of closing in on some time. But, uh, when they're talking about when, okay, so Jackie invites or you know Kevin was really sad after he got clowned like that I mean he got certified clowned but he went back to the house he got drunk and Jackie walks in and invites him to uh, Dondre's to to Dondre's motivational uh, I guess uh, talk (laughs) yeah I mean do you I don't know is that really uh, okay is that really cool with um, like is that really how his life is does Dondre do motivational speaking I don't know do you know but I think he'd be good at it I mean based on what he showed tonight I think you know yeah he might be he might be be, you know except for all that stuff that Kevin I mean is he really like as successful as he was that's what I okay Kevin was was going in on him (laughs) he was going in and then here's the other thing that I thought about was uh going back to the last episode uh the American Zero Uh when they showed Dondre and Sally's house when uh they had Boris and Nicole over for dinner yeah 
I was like, okay, wait, are they living like that? Who's working here? Who? Because he, and then he also said that he was developing shows, comedy shows. Okay. And I know he said that on the show on Real Husbands of Hollywood, and I don't know if that's real life, but I'm just saying. I mean, that's that's interesting. Maybe we could check that out. But, yeah. I mean, of, of course, a lot of these actors do go on to be behind the scenes. Um, yeah. You know, writing, producing, and sometimes we just don't know where they're getting their coins from. That's true. You know? Um, well, I, that's a huge question of mine because so many people are, uh, they have a certain amount of success and then what happens after that what we, when we don't see them anymore we, we think, uh, that, okay, think that they're they're, they're not doing, doing bad anything. they're broke they're or broke. whatever yep. and then sometimes we see them pop up and they're looking great and you're like oh, how are you doing that a lot that? of them make great investments you know yes. Um, yes. great business decisions and their monies are their monies are invested in all sorts of things so yeah. um, I'm curious to know what Dondre and, and Sally got, have been up yeah. to you know? well I was actually following him before I even knew he was on Real Husbands mm-hmm. I was following him on Periscope okay And every time it would give me a notification, I would, you know, kind of, yeah, I would tune into his Periscope. And I saw a couple of times where he was at some like news, you know, channel or what. And I was like, what is he doing there? What are you doing there? And I don't know what he was doing. Staying busy. Making them chips, making them coins. coins. Hello. Yeah, I'm not Send mad at that, Dondre. Hey, hey, motivational, like, speak speak to us and let hey, us know what, what to do. There's a lot of money in motivational speaking, I True. will say. True. I mean, I'm I'm dippling and you, dabbling you know, a little. You know. <laughs> up in there a little bit, because I am very motivational, in case you didn't know. Yeah, by the way, we'll talk about that. I, I peeped, peeped one of your, your videos. Oh, yeah. Hi, okay, she, cool. She's really good, guys. Thank really good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so, yeah, I think, um, I mean, it was, it was pretty interesting. Thing. I think Donje well first of all he got um <laughs> Jackie to you know put on a nice little suit. He did. He looked really nice in the suit too. When Jackie first walked into Ke- to Kevin's apartment, I was like, did he get hot? Did I miss an episode? Did he get hired somewhere cuz he looked like a boss, right? Yeah. 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 I, I was mean, the first time I saw him really go in there, you know. I mean, that wasn't my favorite tie. <laughs> it's a little colorful. It was colorful. I mean, but, but you know, suit, though, and the you know he had his hair all trimmed and neat. He and did. Pro. He did. He looked nice. He looked I like think, he was making some certified money. There you go. I think Jackie, that might be the new look for you. I'm just saying. Yeah, it I'm might saying. be. No, for real, Jackie. Think about that though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he invites Kevin on down to Dondre's motivational, uh, you know, engagement, his speaking engagement, and that's another series of funny for me because uh he brings his flask, flask down there like kevin what, what are you doing he, what did he tell the old, the old he lady? said but no it was the way he said it Dondre said excuse me lady take that flask away from him he said touch my flask and i'm gonna bust your ass that was funny i think that I was mean, my favorite line of the night it, it was one it was one of my favorites as well he, he low-key sounded a little serious he was like yeah yeah touch my flask i'll bust that ass yeah. mm-hmm. Because of the way he looked at the old, I mean, she's this old lady, and he's over here threatening this old lady about this flask. I mean, so funny, yeah, so yeah. so I think funny. We, we both nearly died right there. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. So I like that line as well. Um, and then when uh, Dondre goes to Kevin, and he's like, "Listen, imagine." Oh, go, go first ahead. of all, did we see how he dragged Kevin little backside over? He definitely <laughs> dragged, did. Dragged him over the counter. Like oh, seriously, Kevin. Like. I know he's been in the gym building up some muscle, but I mean, he still, Dondre dragged him across that thing like a doll. Listen, they still, they play so much on his height. Like, they do. It's funny though, like, you can't help but laugh. Yeah. That's, 
hilarious. So. Yeah, they yeah. do. They yeah. do. Um, so Dondre is like, you know, imagine being me. What was the name of his speech? You can be me. Yeah. Something like, like that. Like, in my mind, I'm like, well, why, why, why do they want to be you? Yeah, I don't know. And then he had <laughs> men, women. I don't know. It's just like, why do, does anybody want to be can you? See, you can see yourself as me. You can be Sammy. Sammy. I mean, which I don't know. But when Kevin started going off, he was like, yeah, yeah, I could see. He was like, I could see me wearing turtlenecks with zippers. <laughs> First of all, you, when he when he said he could see him with Sally, he said, "I've seen, I've seen that before." Yeah, <laughs> like in real life. In I've real seen life, he's like, "Hey." hey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the little exchange that they had going back and forth, and Kevin just dropping his lines, um, th- like that whole series of, you know, I can see myself wearing the, the turtleneck with a zipper. I mean, he was just going on and on. I mean, it was so good. He so went as funny. far as even talking about, about Dondre's manhood. Like, uh, yes. it was just crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was it was really funny. By the way, your ring is slamming right now. Oh, it's you. pretty dope. You should let me try it on. Okay. We'll, work. It, we'll, work. we'll do that oh, later. She, y'all see how she didn't want to do that right now, though, because yeah. she knew she wasn't going to leave with it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That ring is popping, though. Okay. So, anyway. Uh, okay. So... Let's get to the juicy part, the showdown. Yeah, the showdown because the showdown. Yeah, clearly they've both just done their screen test. They both walk up out of the studio. Kevin is dressed in the as the seventies Sammy Davis, and then Wayne comes right out as the, I guess the modern day Sammy or right? Wouldn't that be uh, the case? I, yeah, I guess so. Uh and then they just started clowning back and forth. What did you think about their interaction? Well, first of all, we already know that uh Wayne can dance. Wayne can do a little bit of everything. Yes. And so, you know, he danced, but it was still very humorous. You know, he was, like, playing with the gun and yeah. all that stuff. But for me, I love this little dance that Kevin does. This little... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it had me dying. And then yeah. when he was like, yeah, that, that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so Wayne, for me, was, of course, the talented yeah. one. He's doing all these, like, little finger moves. And, you know, and then Kevin's like... You know, like, I don't, he didn't, he didn't even know what he was doing, but it was funny. Yeah. It was so funny. Um, of course, the dancing back and forth and then the gun twirling and, uh, and all this, the whole duel that they had, right? And then Kevin thinks that Wayne shot him. He's like, Jackie, it burned. Ah, shot it burned. <laughs> He's so dramatic. He's so dramatic. <laughs> so I thought it was really cool that Trina comes out. She makes him stop. She's like, y'all. Chill out. Well, first of all, they were doing all of this with loaded guns. Are you crazy? <laughs> like, what? I said he was like, uh, hello. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, crazy move. But, yeah, but hey. which is not funny because let me tell you something. I was shot in the head with a BB gun. Oh, my goodness. It was a CO2 BB gun. What? Yes, in high school, right? So, so I was in a place where I should not have been. Children stay in school. Cause don't I was play with guns. That day and, uh, don't yeah. play with guns. <laughs> well, I went to my friend's house. This is a total side note, but I went to my friend's house and she was living with her boyfriend, an older boyfriend. And so on the desk or on the, you know, their counter, I saw a gun and I don't play with guns. I don't like the sight of them or anything. And I was just like, oh my gosh, put that up. And so my friend, she says, Robin, like, stop tripping. It's not even loaded. And she picks up the gun and she goes, see, it's not loaded. And she just played around with it like that, and it just went off, and it went boom oh right in my, my forehead. Goodness. So I'm laid out. I, I literally black out, 
And when I awake, I have my sister, a few of my friends. They're all like, you ever see those those shows where like you you wake up out of your sleep and everybody's like on top of you? Yeah, that's what it was like. I mean, it was really happening. And they were. Yeah, it was so crazy. They were um, on top of me, like looking at my forehead like, oh, my God. So I've kind of come to and I pick myself up. There's blood everywhere Everywhere. they call the ambulance the ambulance takes me to the hospital they have to do surgery because the the um the bullet or it's not a bullet it's the um pellet it's a pellet gun yeah so the pellet gets lost in my forehead they have to do surgery so even to this day i have this little mark on my forehead that like with the stitches or whatever so i mean my friend she felt extremely bad of course i was in high school no job my mom had to pay you know I was on her insurance, but I think she still had to pay some extra. It was like a couple thousand dollars. Oh, your friend would have had to work that money off. I know, mm-hmm. I know. I was really nice back then. <laughs> See, the new rah-rah. The, the new, new rah-rah, rah-rah would have been like, no, Not listen. even staying around her friend with a pillow gun. Like, <laughs> I, go, I gotta go. Yes, no, exactly. I don't play with that at all. So, I mean, I get to your point. You know, they're over there playing with these these loaded guns. Loaded yeah, guns. I mean, clearly for the show. But um so don't I don't think guns, that was guys. real life. But don't definitely play don't play with guns. <laughs> um so yeah, so Trina comes out. She's like Business Trina comes out. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> a business Trina because she's like none of y'all none got of y'all it. Book, but my other client did. Yeah. yeah hello. Boom. <laughs> Boom. That's how she gets Tommy she Davidson comes out. Oh, and I love to I love that moment because when when Wayne earlier in the episode when he was talking about how he was like I love Sammy Davis you know all this stuff in my mind I was like you know the only person I've ever seen really really go to bat for Sammy Davis Jr. is Tommy Tommy Davidson and you know he walked out and I'm like that's it that was clever that was really brilliant for them to bring him in on this episode so I love that uh, that he came out in that part definitely I I think you know it was a great way to play tribute to him while still being able to poke fun at you know just all of them and their you know their situations and you know again just pay tribute to a a legend you know yeah definitely especially at the end when they played um you know him being on Arsenio's show yes I love that that was the perfect way to end the episode absolutely that was really great so again um I, I wonder if he has any uh any you know children or grandchildren or anything you know that are alive that I don't know anything about that. I would probably do some research, but I just want to, you know, give give respect where respect is due. Clearly, he's a legend. So yeah, I mean, I I think they did a great job. The writers did a great job with this episode. And, yeah, you know, all of them executed it really well. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one. I I really did. <laughs> I think they stepped their game up. I was very happy with Kevin and um, Wayne's performances. I thought they all did really really well, yeah. and they brought they all brought something to the table on this episode as well as the last episode, the American Zero. Yeah, they were both so, very good. Yeah, yeah, shout out to you guys. We didn't see Dwayne either. Yeah, Dwayne wasn't there this time. Yeah, huh. I'm curious to see if I've ever, who's going to be on next episode. So, yeah, well, we shall see. So, uh, anyway, do you have any news, gossip, anything like that Not tonight? <clears throat> but uh, all right, cool. Well, um, thank you guys for always having our back and tuning in, and so we definitely appreciate that. Feel free again to hashtag us with any questions. Uh, hashtag ABTVRHOH. I know that's a lot, but it stands for After Buzz TV Real, Real Husbands, Husbands of, of Hollywood. Hollywood. Get it? Yeah, clever. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, again, you can find us here next time on the next episode. I am Robin Ayers. You can find me at Robin Ayers on all social media, including my website. It's RobinAyers.com. 
And you can find me on all social media at Janisha underscore Miss VI. Thank you, guys. We will definitely see you next time. All right. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.